You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! was the best one we've ever done i think so i don't know it's funny we i warned that we our connection would fuck up and it was fine up until we started and now it is not fine did you just hear me crack a beer in? i did i did it was it was it sounded like you cracked a beer underwater in another state and i have super hearing <laughs> but uh, i did hear it well, well the answer may surprise you because actually i'm in connecticut mystic connecticut oh. on the deck of the uss massachusetts and I just cracked open a beer because I don't give a fuck if it isn't July 4th. I'm going to celebrate how great this country is. Everyone can line up. Suck my dick or not. Still line up. So I do have super hearing then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Oh, yeah. You know when you used to say, I think I can hear everything. Yeah. And I was like, you're <laughs> I do. Fucking... I do remember that. And I was like, you're fucking crazy. Get out of town. Why? I, no, seriously, like, the, you're like the man. This is a great script, by the way, if anybody's doing script treatments right now. <laughs> free. This is a, a throwing you a bone. This is the man who can hear Royalty everything. Free. Yeah. <laughs> who heard starring everything. Jim, starring Jim Carrey. The man who could hear everything. It drives him insane until he realizes he can isolate certain conversations. Then he walks by a woman's window when she says, I wish I could just find a guy who was really into badminton. That's the funny part. Wow. And then it turns out that Jim Carrey is a retired professional badminton player. So then he's like, how do I angle this to, like, you know, see, like, because I can't knock on a door and be like, oh, I overheard you talking about badminton. Cause I I'm couldn't help can... but overhear you because I can hear everything. <laughs> yeah, you might have seen me on Larry King. I'm the man who can hear everything. It's not like that. He's high. It's a secret, hidden, hidden, forbidden, <laughs> forbidden subject. <laughs> Uh, Jim so, Carrey and Kinjite, Forbidden Subjects. Part two. So Jim Carrey, the human hard-on, Peter North. Wow. An all-star cast. Let's do, let's play, let's do a, a thing that no podcasters do. 
and play cast the movie. Cast the sequel or cast the <laughs> cast the remake. Perfect. Great. Let's cast the Kinjite. I think Peter North the Human Heart on would be a great villain. He'd Have you ever seen good. an interview he could with be, Peter? Uh, he could be Duke. <laughs> Duke the pimp. <laughs> he makes him eat a watch and then sets his car on fire in, a, in an empty great. lot. Have you ever seen an interview? Have you ever watched porn star interviews? No, I bet they're really thrilling. They're great. They're great. There's a particular porn star. Now, I'm heterosexual, right? I'm a hetero. I like women. I love Do you want to say it again? Or louder, I love, maybe? I like women, okay? okay? Gotcha. gotcha. Hey! Oh! Yo, I like women, all right? Yeah, yeah. eyes forward, <laughs> asshole. Oh, you! Yeah, you! Eyes forward. Don't look at me. I saw you looking. Oh, you're looking at my girl. Oh, that's even worse. See you. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my neighbor just, curtains just opened and closed. <laughs> Sorry! I All love right. how much interaction with your neighborhood this character gets. It's wild. It's like I'm in a fucking, it's like I'm Jim, like fucking in rear window. <laughs> I'm going to say Jimmy Olsen, which yeah, is Jimmy Stewart. It's Jimmy Olsen in uh, rear window. <laughs> it's like I'm Jimmy Olsen in rear window. Was Jimmy For, uh, Olsen the photographer from Superman? Yeah. Wow, nice. damn. Good thing I have super hearing. I mean, Jimmy Olsen are tight. Um, what is something you never see in the Reeve household? In the Reeve, oh fuck, did Christopher you just, did Walken. You... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what a great joke! Brought to you by uh, High School Hans. I say, oh, I I thought you sat there and you Googled Christopher Reeve jokes, which would have been uh, no, wildly Midwestern dude, of you. Straight from the heart, bro. Damn. Now, would you like me to say it again uh, without any laughter and see if it's the same thing? <laughs> sure. All right. <clears throat> Let's get serious. Hmm. Andrew, uh, hmm. do you know what you usually see in the Reeve household? Uh, what? Oh, I fucked it up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Take two. Say, Andrew. Yeah. Do you know what you never see in the Reeve household? I don't know. Christopher Walken. Still Get funny. it? Because Chris Reeve fell off a horse because he was doing that rich dude shit, which plays to my point I made last week. We don't do rich dude shit. Just enjoy what you have because you're not always going to have it. Don't like do rich dude shit. The ability to move yourself. Yeah. You lost this, lost this power. Superman what? He's probably too bold. The universe doesn't like bold people. No, I mean, look at, no, at D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper was bold as fuck. And he fell off a plane accidentally. I believe he's still out there. You think so? I mean, it'd be really Not easy. even a little bit. No. <laughs> Not for one iota somebody do I believe D.B. Cooper's his, still out there. Somebody found his fake license on a riverbank in Washington State not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, that's he's, uh, he's, he's done skis. Can we talk about how hot it is <clears throat> for a moment? Do a little weather report. That sounds great. I'm in a uh, a central air conference room, so I've been very comfortable all day. I wear right guard deodorant since I was in high school, right? <clears throat> this shit, it's probably giving me cancer because of yeah, all for the sure. alum in it. <laughs> but this shit, it, you definitely won't smell ever. I sweat. I sweated through my deodorant today at work. And when I wasn't near the air conditioner, it was 100 degrees in my office. 
and I had to do a bunch of filing. <clears throat> Not filing in the normal way, but scanning a bunch of files of dead people. Sick. People who have recently died and left money. And then I have to, uh, what's called, which my, one of my bosses called substantiative, which isn't a word. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's a brand new one. All right, that's great. I was like, okay, bookworm. Uh, everyone just believes little... they can make, everyone just thinks they can just make up facts and they're facts. Yeah. So yeah, well, now that's a word. It's very funny because everybody is efforting right now, hardcore. Super. It's, it's very obligatorative. <laughs> it's very imperological that you, uh, <laughs> no, but that's actually like the way people are sending emails because we have a consultant performance oh, consultant coming yeah. in on Monday and you know, heads are going to roll. So I have to announce Andrew and to the world. I'm putting right. in my two, I'm putting in my notice tomorrow. All right, so let's talk about this because it, it's been evident to anyone who knows you casually on online in any capacity that that was going to happen. Are you putting in your notice just because you know the performance consultant's going to ax you? Um, no. Okay. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I could tell. I'm miserable. Stress makes me look like I'm 50 fucking years old. Uh, I've gained weight. Uh, it's just not a good look. Just not working performance- out. I would love to stay. I mean, I'm still going to be there for the human drama of the performance consultant. Now, that is good. Um, Because the VP, instead of having a full meeting, picked certain people to have one-on-one meetings with. Your boy's got a meeting on Monday. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) So, uh, I would like to uh, preempt that by controlling my own destiny. And so, when... Uh, potential employers call my place of work. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can I can say that I left on my own volition, not that I was canned. So how are you going to do it? Do you have it letter. mapped out? Are you just going to hand them a letter silently? No, I mean, let's go in and be like, hey, you know, it's uh, a long time. It's the writing's on the wall, you know. But I'm going to be real kiss assy about it. Put it, give it to my manager, who's actually only there for a half day tomorrow and off all next week. Excellent, so it's kind of shitty. Yeah, you you just really got. I'm thinking right now. I'm going on vacation in two days, and if somebody like put in their notice tomorrow, damn, yeah. fuck this person. So that's really good. Good, good job. <laughs> it's kind of screwy, but I read online today. I researched. They said Friday's the best day to do it. I've so the, I think Friday's the best day to fire people. Though. I don't know if it's necessarily the best day to quit. I don't know if that well, that works, but maybe. Monday's Monday's reckoning day. So um, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I have many hooks in the water. And uh, interviewed this past week uh, for a super good opportunity, and uh, you know we'll see. I've got I've got enough padding to last me the year, so I'm I'm good. I'm good. Sick. I had a great thing today. I, I as anyone who's listened to the past like I don't know twenty five episodes or so, I left my old job where I had a really fucking nice four hundred one k. It was like real like the job was shit. But my 401k was really good. <laughs> yeah. It was exactly what I... It was like my dream 401k. It was awesome. So leaving that really fucking made me sad. I got to this new job, and I'm like, all right. 
I gotta figure. I'm learning this whole thing. I can't do this right now. I'm gonna give myself a couple of weeks to fucking not sweat the 401k thing. It's it's yeah. good. Like my other portfolio vastly outperformed like every other th- every other thing. It's like I it's cool. Yeah, I got a little like wiggle room. It's fine. It has now been almost seven months, and today I was just like, "Fuck!" Like I have got to fucking do this for real. I've got to do this in no joking. So Are you light, you light right now. No, it's just like yo. If time, if you are not investing, like if you fuck up and you don't invest in a while, you are actively losing money. Yeah. You future you is watching their bank account drain because you're not like <laughs> it, it. It is money plus time. It's not just money. That's the no. that's the misconception. So and as time goes on, you become less valuable. Exactly. So I'm getting real mad at myself, and I finally i uh, I get about like an hour set up today. <laughs> and I go into the other room in the back, and I, like, close the door and, like, make it really evident that I do not want to be fucking disturbed. And the moment struck um, you, you thought of a beautiful woman. And, and I'm sitting there. Little... I'm behind frosted glass, so I kind of get off because people can see me and, like, see movement, but they can't really tell, you know. Oh, my God. So, you yeah, could totally cuff off in there, no sweat, and get good. all the stress out of, right? uh, of your it's life. It's like a stress know? ball. It's, it's, it's just stress balls. You'd have um, just a uh, thing of tissues. Yeah. I don't use lotion. Fuck that. I no, don't no, use go dry. Go dry. Up. I do go dry. I don't know these people use, like, after I use lube, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, now I, I have to go I'm wash like, my hand. To echo last week, now I have to go, and I can't even just get in the shower. Now I have to no, use, like, detergent. No, forget well, it. I no. do. Yeah, I have to. Scr- I have to get like a loofah and scrub. Yeah, and it's, it's never really shit. gone, and it smells like it smells like banana in the room for some reason. Like somebody got <laughs> banana lube. Would you fucking... buy your lube at a bodega? Yeah, it's just like no, it's, it's just Maui like, Waui lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take a pack of Newport One Hundreds and uh, the the triple pack of the Maui Waui lube, um, and uh, some uh, some seven condoms. <laughs> seven. Seven condoms are the ones that are for people with the shrinky dink. Wow, I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah, interesting. Seven condoms, not like not to be confused with seven genes, but I guess in a way it's kind, kind of, of the, the same, same concept. <laughs> yeah, like when you were a you were a total scene kid and you wore your girlfriend's seven jeans, and you knew that you weren't packing anything. Yeah, no, it's it's everything's just everything's fucking rolled up inside. Yeah, and this girl with like pierced hip bones and like crazy scene, like leopard print hair, and and you're in there, you're in good. And uh, I always have to talk about sex. I know you really I brought it. it there. I was talking about a four hundred one k, and you got us to fucking, uh, you got us to wearing women's jeans in two. I moves. remember a common complaint about scene kids was that women, when I would sleep with a scene girl. She's like, oh, I love that you don't have exposed hip bones because when I fuck normal scene dudes, I get bruised hip bones. That's so weird. And I said, are you calling me fat? And they're like, well, no, but I mean, you know, you're like a big dude. And I said, okay. So then I had a crisis of conscience saying, am I not hitting it well enough? Because I want to leave bruises too. You got to leave bruises. You got to leave, you got to leave a mark. Leave your mark. That's the name of my scene band that I'm starting. Um, I have a big surprise for you, by the way. Remind me later about music. Anyway, continue. No, I'm sorry, you, you <laughs> broke up with me a little bit there. <laughs> Andrew, don't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. I'm, I'm, we broke up a little bit right there. Please don't break up with me. Have you ever pleaded with somebody to not break up with you? 
No. It seems undignified. Oh, I've done it. It's awful. Please, please. I, I remember I did that with Al Statue Girl, too. Shoo, damn. See, what you see behind the scenes is I'm a swashbuckler. I throw Al statues, but then <laughs> I'm on fucking text and I try to call. Multiple like E's, a, please. Like a week, yeah, like a week later, like, please don't break up with me. Like, you know and I know that this is really good. Like, I'm using, like, used car salesman terminology. <laughs> you know and I know you're not going to find a better car on this road right now. So why don't you make your decision? That's a good question. Why don't you? Exactly. Sounds why like she I... did, though. Sounds like she made it with authority. Uh, Serious right question, Andrew. Would you hire me at the truck factory? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, like, maybe the... Uh, like the floors always need to be swept. <laughs> you know, like we, it's, okay, it's so dirty. let's do sal- let's do salary negotiation. I actually think there there's a role at the chalk factory you'd probably be pretty all right at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, we'll have to talk offline about that. Damn straight. Is it? Can I work remotely? You cannot. Fuck. Do I? Can I? Can I live? I have to live in the little LA. Yeah, you gotta live in the. That's the only way <laughs> to make it work. Sleep. You sleep on your couch, or you can My, live in like Armonk or some some shit, some, some real like. See, real I love spot. when people move to Brooklyn. They're like, I'm just gonna move to Peekskill and just like take the train and, in. Yeah, every take day. the train in. And two their days life later, is wanting to fucking put a gun in their mouth. Their life is leaving leaving for work at five forty five in the morning and getting home at eight thirty at night. Nice life. And you just person, signed a lease in Peekskill. <laughs> I have a person who works for the chalk factory who crosses the Tappan Zee twice a day. Yo, kill yourself. It's fucked up. Plus, you're spending $30 a day on tolls. Yeah, it's not, not great. Not a, not a good look, but hey, you that's, know, I can't tell how people had to live their lives, you know? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's not a, I mean, that's not a good drive. No, it's I not. Mean. It's like, it's a, a, I'll go so far as to say a bad drive. It's a bridge that is currently sinking into the water that a crane just collapsed on last yeah, week. Yeah, they're having all kinds I'm of trouble. Good. Beautiful thing of that bridge is had they moved it a mile downstream, uh, it would have been perfectly fine on solid bedrock, but we would have had to share tolls with New York or with New Jersey. So New, Jersey. New York State opted to move it a mile upstream to where it was built on effectively sand that shifts every nine years. That's fucking great. Really good. Plus, any man worth his salt takes the fucking Palisades Parkway. I, I don't fuck around with that. No, you, don't have, you can't pick it up at Fort Lee. You go up. It's nice. It's quiet. Not a lot of traffic ever. You get off, you know, no problem. Nah, if you've seen, if I'm if I'm talking in terms of MapQuest, if you see a new city, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> if you see the exit for New City, you've gone too far, and you have to wait for the little bookstore to turn around, which is I kind of a pain. Really, in the ass. you know your shit here. I'm I stopping f- this dinging. Bear with me if I cut out on you for a second. My my computer has been dinging at me for a minute now. Yeah. There we I go. I can hear that. It's going away now. Boom. Problem I, solved. I, well, I have a similar problem, only it sounds like there's a raccoon dying in my backyard. Is it possible that's what it is? I actually think I hear it. Yeah. Listen. What is happening there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad this mic is so good that it picks up everything. I even have a wind, like a like a... 
like a windscreen on this uh, as well as a pop filter and you can still hear like it's definitely an injured bird it sounds really good so you get to listen to that all night until the cat gets it yeah i might just go over and stomp on it um <clears throat> daddy needs to sleep got a big day tomorrow um Wow. Yeah, so so I you're mean, walking it, it, right in tomorrow. First thing, yeah. not even stopping by the water cooler, just going right in, dropping yeah. it down on the desk and being like, it's time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might do the mail run first because then I can drop it off to HR first. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'll drop it off to HR first, let them know. Then I'll uh, drop it off to my boss and be like, uh, here's a scenario. Uh, hmm. No reason to stay is a good reason to go. Are you now, are you putting, you're putting in your full two weeks. Yeah. Is that right? Definitely. If are not you more. going to wear a Black Sabbath t-shirt every day of those two weeks? <laughs> Under my fucking work clothes, definitely. My new coworker, Sarah, who is like my age or a little younger and is like uh, her boyfriend. She talks about her husband and I can tell he's a total craft beer dude. She's like, oh, you're so weird. I love it. And I was like, oh. I had that fucking feeling a few days ago. Like, <laughs> I'm in a spot that is, like, I see a lot of people my in my age bracket and younger who are really doing the craft beer dad, oh, you know, actual dad, like, pushing strollers <clears throat> and, like... Uh, uh, their wives are all getting the same short haircut... Right, you know, I like, want to speak to a manager here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, that is happening, and it's all around where I'm at. And I was walking down the street, feeling like I'm not, I'm not that weird. Like I, I get that I'm weird, but I'm not that weird. Like I could probably, with well, the right shove, I could fall into this. You know, like it's it's not a hard jump for me to fall or to like, I could go undercover real easy. <laughs> And it really occurred to me that I am now in, I'm officially in my late 30s now. Um, I'm on the other side of 35. I now really have to double down on being weird. It's either that or I have to try and play catch up with this fucking dude. So I got to double down on being weird. That I just That's the only way to do it. There's only two options. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll have like a an all-seeing eye tattooed on each palm soon or something, but... Uh, <laughs> you and every other every other person in uh, Williamsburg, for I, sure. I, gotta, I gotta, gotta double down. I don't know what I'm you gonna know, do. I have something better than that. I, uh, a person that I used to be involved with got a... <clears throat> I'm, going to, I'm going to pause so you can hear the dying bird one more time before um, I say this. Okay. Um... <laughs> A an American football palm tattoo. Whoa! Holy and I'm shit! Not, and I'm not kidding. I don't give a shit who you are. That's like that is like professional. Like that's like Hall of Fame level whack. <laughs> that's I, that is that's really up there with like Earth Crisis face. Yeah, that is like that is like yeah, like that is. If that were to go viral, that would be wild. If people, if more than nine nine hundred, well, I'm being generous. If more than five hundred people in the world, in the United States, cared about American football, which might be true, that would go viral and and substantiate some sort of uh, 
See, I'm in work mode where I'm like, that would substantiate a bit of uh We've had uh, a lot little... of learnings about American football uh, <laughs> through the most recent metrics available to us currently. That is all those are all the emails I get. All of a sudden everybody's fucking uh fucking IBM, Tom Watson. Weasel words. It's uh people weasel are just gonna start words. to talk in weasel words in the real world now. It's gonna be awesome. You know, Everyone's gonna I... treat themselves as though they're a brand and use weasel words to talk about an election that they don't like either person in that they're going to vote anyway. You're fucking treating this election like it's a hobby. Yeah, it's really good. I posted all shit or I was so fucking fed up. People are like, Bernie or bust, ooh, like posing grams from like rally yo, this is uh, first of all, your vote is meaningless. Let that sink in. Let's go further. Your, your feeling is meaningless. Your <laughs> feeling is meaningless. You are a but not even a fucking crack in the sidewalk of life. No one cares. All right. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many fucking songs you write, no matter no matter how many fucking pictures you post on Instagram, it doesn't matter. You're not. You're. You're nothing. Nobody does anything. And especially in the election, to treat it like a. Uh, your vote does he thinks it's like I'm so conflicted because your vote doesn't matter. But also, you're treating this election, this important weird election, like it's like it's fucking like Pokemon Go. <laughs> That's the sort of the thing. People I mean, people hate both candidates and hate the election and hate the whole thing, but yeah. love a loud noise. God damn do they love a loud noise. God damn they do. They love all caps. Whatever the first thing that's the loudest thing at the first moment that you have a chance to think about something other than how you're going to die broke, and that's going to be the thing. <laughs> that's it. How fucking playing uh, Warhammer and eating takeout isn't going to pay the bills, uh, and you're going to you think that your 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 master plan is to live off your parents inheritance but then your folks have to go to a nursing home and then you have to fucking sweep floors somewhere for the rest of your life. I feel that. Yeah, that was my master plan for like a long time. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, my dad's definitely going to a nursing home. Uh I'm going to dump a bunch of this shit into uh an IRA and cross my fingers. <laughs> I've started wondering if my father is dead. Have you talked to him? When's the last time you talked to him? Months ago. And it's like, I try and do, you know, like, I think we did this once before. We did the math as to if I died, how you would find out. And, it, you know, it was really easy. It's just like somebody would call my mother. My mother would cry. My cousin would put it on Facebook. That was it. No, if you um, died, fucking, I would probably get a text from Gab immediately. Or, yeah, or from Gab. Whoever, whoever the person who picks up my corpse calls from my broken, <laughs> bloody iPhone would get a message to you in a jump. It's it, like it's, Wait, it's easy. Why would you have a broken? Would you? Because I'd be hit by Uber? a car. I'd imagine. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah or, or, Uber, I, just, got... I would have. I fucking a ghost of Kimbo Slice rose up from the ground and uh, <laughs> bludgeoned me senseless. Excuse me. Came down from the sky. Came down from the sky. My bad. Yeah, not rose up. He, these, that man is pure faith and did not go to hell. He I, went to heaven. I actually he's a bouncer. Uh, I'm sorry. He's the bouncer at God's Club. Uh, the bouncer in God's Club, where Heaven's Band is playing with Miss Cleo now promoting the show. Yeah. Hello, everybody. I'm new to town. Hello. I'm going to tell you a fortune, Freddie Mercury. You're not going to like it. <laughs> That's my Miss Cleo impression. <laughs> That's really everybody. good. Hello. Please. Fred. And Freddie's like, oh, you're fabulous. I love you. And then David Bowie is like doesn't even talk because he secretly doesn't like black people. Wow, and that's a all. secret. 
look at them. Look at David Bowie though. Right? He married Iman. Classic fucking white guilt move. Second, secondly, he idolized fucking German design. Uh-huh. Sketchy. And he fucking experimented on children by injecting boiling water into their veins. I don't think that's real. I that's what I heard. <laughs> You're not on the right message board. Bro. Apparently, yeah, I'm. I'm done. <laughs> I skipped that. Mimicking part. the ex- human experimentation performed by Joseph Mengele. Jesus, wow. So he's got his shit. Let's dance. You know, fucking dancing in the streets. Fucking messing around with Mick Jagger, whatever that scene was. That room must have stunk. <laughs> you know, because they, no, the whole thing, I remember even when I was a kid, they came out with like, oh, I hooked up with Mick Jagger. It's no big deal. <laughs> During the recording of Dancing in the Streets, which you can tell that they have it, a, a, like a disarming sexual chemistry in that video. Like they're ready to suck each other's cocks off. Anytime. So if you want to Google Dan- uh, David Bowie and Mick Jagger dancing in the streets and watch that video, where do we- how did we get here? I have no idea. Damn. Is the, the, the question of what was that scene like? <laughs> what was that scene like? Damn. Like, oh, you know, come into my trailer, or is it like, oh, I've got, I've got an apartment. I mean, obviously I'm a rich man. I've got an apartment in the city that's like a sign of status. Um, come to my apartment, you know, fucking, we'll dust off, you know, maybe take a shower together, whatever. I mean, that was the talk of the town when I was a kid. Well, Mick Jagger and, Mick Jagger uh, and David, David Bowie, Bowie fucking. It doesn't matter what you wear, just as long as you are there. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sung that at drunk at gay karaoke once, and a bear hit on me by putting his hand in my back pocket. Wow, damn. And I'd spun around quick, ready to strike, because I thought I was getting pickpocketed. <laughs> he told me, whoa, settle down, man. I just wanted to say hey. And I realized the bear community is there waiting for me whenever I want to go gay. That is kind of cool. That's nice. You know, you got like a spot. Well, that's reminded, like your cheers. You know, you're like your norm of the Albany bear community. Hey, the guy, the straight guy, who would find as soon as you turn, you're going to be ne- like waist deep. In chubby, stinky <laughs> gay guys with stinky belly buttons who can't wait to fucking suck you off. Great. Um, sign me up. Sounds great. You know, where do go I, for it. Where do I sign? Where do I sign in triplicate for that? I can't wait. Where do I sign a legal document <laughs> ensuring <laughs> that I get... Well, the thing is, I would never suck off. I mean, I, the thing is, the, when I did gay, when I did gay stuff, it, the the fucking the awful thing, and gay people of uh, gay fans over when I drive them back me up at the edge of their seats right now. Men don't keep themselves clean. If you've been out partying all night, you're you're downstairs. It's, it's, it's wild, not good, it's musty. You know. Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. So what I mean, I had imagined like I felt like I had like a Joan Baez moment where I like felt. The woman's struggle when I was sucking a cock. (laughs) (laughs) I felt the woman's struggle. I was like, you know, how many dirty dicks do women go down on every night? Like your boyfriend's been out skating. Fucking first of all, fucking blow your brains out. Your your boyfriend's been out skating. Always come back to this guy. 
Yeah, your boyfriend's been out skating all day. It's Ron Rico. He's fucking high and drunk, and he wants a blowjob. Your move. Well, well, you know, I like him, so I'll I'll give him head. But it's like, bleh. Oh, damn. Very, very gross. It's not good down there. But why do you put up with it? Why don't you say, go in the fucking shower, motherfucker? How, I mean, do the, the waist-high shower. You're supposed to go in the shower. You're supposed to shower twice a day. That's what I learned when I was growing up. Yeah, get in there. Go shower again. I'm going to watch you, you make know, sure. I'm like, oh, jeez. All right. When I was a child, my father used to call deodorant pit juice. Wow. Remember God that? damn. No, I have no remember? recollection of that <laughs> whatsoever. Remember? No, I didn't. Remember when we were children we played together, Andrew? No, I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> That'd be a trip, though. Like, like, oh, that's right. I did. I went to <laughs> summer camp. Holy shit. You know, yeah. Holy shit. We did, uh, well, you say summer camp, and of course my mind goes to, like, experimentation. Of course, yeah, exactly. We're like, oh, and, fuck. Oh, and we experimented. Now, and I'm not talking with beakers and fucking making the volcano erupt or whatever. I'm talking about a different kind of eruption. Different. Oh, yeah. First, first time or first come with a man. Learning. Present. Learning. <laughs> learning. That would be the best name for a gay porn ever. Learning. This. Learning. Like, aside from the gay part, but this actually <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's going to be on my tombstone. Aside me, from the gay part, this actually happened to me, Ellipsis. Let me get my popcorn ready. Um, no, I was. Uh, I was growing up really good friends for, like, three years with this kid. Like, super, like, attached to the hip style. You know, like, when you're, like, eight, nine, you just have your bud, and that's just that's just it, and you both get beat up by the same people, so, like, that's your, your bonding thing. Um, me and this kid were fucking inseparable. And he mm. moved, um, moved to Schenectady. And went to a different school, which to a nine-year-old may as well be moving to fucking Minnesota. It's just like, all right, well, cool. You're out of my life now because I cannot get disconnected. <laughs> so been real. Fucking 14 miles may as well be 1,400. So <laughs> that was it. We just, And it was like before the internet. It's not like you could like email this kid. It was just like that was that. Was that. Um, and then fast forward 25 years later, I'm at a friend's party. Oh and, well, no, nah, it can't be 25 years later, but, like, yeah, years later. And I'm at a friend's party. Oh, my and God. Sitting around, like, talking shit. I'm talking to this one guy, and he says his name, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yo, we were, like, the best of friends in, like, third and fourth grade. It's like, holy shit, wow. Like, you know, we have this whole thing. It's, like, really wild. Everyone at the party can't believe it. It's so fucking crazy. Whoa! I'm, we're you know let's catch up. Let's get on Facebook and get a drink. It's gonna be fucking awesome. This dude sucks. <laughs> he's the worst. He, I still he's still like on my and he could I could tell he thinks I suck too. So it's not like I'm not talking shit. Uh, like we Jesus. actively dislike each other. Wow. I read he I keep him on Facebook. He's one of those people I keep on just to be mad. And this dude sucks so bad. He's the worst. Like definitely owns like a Rick and Morty T-shirt. You're like, oh this dude sucks so <laughs> the type bad. of dude who, like, openly quotes Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loves, got all about Bob's Burgers. <sighs> Definitely has, like, a favorite local whiskey. 
Fuck you know, me. like oh my god, infinite well, pictures of I him like the, uh, getting. I like the uh, railway turnstile yeah. uh, whiskey from Turnstile uh, Distillery. Yeah, owns a Jedi cloak for sure for like oh premieres. God. Sucks, sucks <laughs> so bad. So yeah, I, you know what? You see everyone in your life again. I promise you, you will see everyone in your life again. But who? fucking cares you know just like just let let you gotta let times be times and they have to go that's it life is moving whether you like it or not remember when we played with the guy in va beach there was like the singer songwriter who dressed like tom waits darren diasai yeah that you guys had played with like what two years earlier yeah, that was the was... the nexus of you see everyone again because it's just like oh yeah I mean if you run into this fucking dude again you will see everyone you know, again. It's so funny you mentioned that because that was the moment where I realized that music maybe isn't the move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can he, feel that because I talked to him. I'm like, oh my god, Darren Diasside, like, holy shit. He's like, yeah, like last time you saw me it was the first date of my tour, and I'm still on that tour. Whoa. Like, he's on an endless tour. Google Darren Deicide. He still plays all the time. I don't want to. No, it, yeah, and you probably have fucking eight bucks. You know what, though? Like, all right, let's, let's deconstruct that, though, because I okay. bet if, you, if your ambition is to not sleep in the same bed, like, I'm sure that's somebody's ambition, like, whatever, I just want to keep moving, just doing a thing. I, get, yeah. I can think of fucking worse ways to do it than to play not great music to small amounts of people every night and then drive 100 miles on the fumes that they paid you and just keep doing it. Like, I, I not for me. I'm good, you know. Like, we did, we did that. Yeah, we, we tried did that it. for Didn't a long take. time. Not, not with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just that's that dude's lane, I guess. It's weird. That's No, honestly, that's cool. And that's what people like Bob Dylan used to do. And just like, I'm just going to play this fucking countercultural coffee shop and, and nobody knows it exists and then someone's going to say well, I'm awesome and I'm going to agree and then someone's going to write a fucking news clipping about me and it's going to be great and then I'm playing the bottom line in New York and I get discovered and then two years later I'm in a limousine and I write positively 4th Street about some fucking music writer I kicked out of my limo how, how I, weird I thought it was and Phil Oaks. It might have been Phil. I, I think, think it was, it was Phil Oaks. Phil, I think it was the first diss track in recorded history about Phil. That song is definitely about Phil Oaks. You're right. Poor Phil Oaks. I, I real, like Phil Oaks' later years. <clears throat> I think that's uh, that's a good look. He starts the real, walking around dressed like Elvis with shit in his pants. It's really good. Can we talk about the saddest folk singer deaths ever? Yeah, absolutely. Stan Rogers. How'd he die? Canadian folk singer. Like, very balladeery, like nobody you'd ever really listen to. Mm-hmm. But my folks used to listen to him. And then I'm like, you know what? What's going on with Stan Rogers? Because my mom used to fucking, my mom used to get a, a wet one for his fucking Stan Rogers. And had all his records and shit. Oh, sorry, mom. And uh, so I'm like, you know, then I, re- then I read that he died in a fucking, not a plane crash, a plane fire. <laughs> that's so ghoulish Jesus. it's so ghoulish was he in it's midair perfect... when he died no let me read the whole synopsis here I will because I, I, I have to do the man justice um, because he's a great singer songwriter whatever he died in fucking he died at age 33 in 1983 in Kentucky of all fucking places right 
Um, okay, so Rogers died alongside 22 other passengers, most likely of smoke inhalation, on, just, on June 2nd, 1983, while traveling on an Air Canada flight uh, after performing at some folk festival. Um, it was flying to Montreal when an in-flight fire forced it to make an emergency landing oh. in Cincinnati. Smoke was filling the cabin from an unknown source, and once on the ground, the plane doors were opened, allowing passengers to escape. Uh, Rogers was, uh, sadly, uh, they only had 60 seconds to escape, and Rogers was uh, one of the passengers still on the plane at the time of the fire, and he fucking died. Jesus so Christ. You've And this is 1983, so you've probably made like... 300 bucks at the folk festival, right? Plus airfare. Whatever. And then you die in a plane fire. Wild. Damn. So, wait, so wait, I, I, I checked out for a second because I, I realized we're talking about a lot of people dying in planes in this episode. I was going to keep it going. But so, wait, did the plane crash? The plane was on fire. But they the landed? Pilot. Yeah, the pilot. The plane was on fire. Uh, I don't know how. I think I think that. My my opinion on the conspiracy theory is that the government plotted to kill Stan Rogers uh, because he wrote songs about how great Canada was. That's likely. And he didn't. Yeah. Probably somebody put out a cigarette. Whatever. This was back when you could smoke on planes, which is like, whoa, nightmare. Um, I, yeah, I, holy fuck. I, I would so fucking funny. hijack that plane. Well, it's so funny that they used to have a non-smoking section in restaurants and yeah. airplanes, and it's like smoke permeates. Smoke is like water; it it's, will it's find a way. It's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, like have yeah. you have you not been here before? Are you fucking new? Yeah, like I, I smell your smoke, and therefore you're awful. We're the, Young it bucks because we're gonna be the last fucking generation to die of secondhand smoke, like cancer, in our sixties, like from having to live through the very tail end of people people being illogical as fuck. Yeah, like being at a show and having it full of smoke. Yep, and that's normal. That's just normal. Like, oh yeah, we go out. You know, I never noticed until people stopped smoking how terrible it was. Did you have that moment where, like, New York State put the smoking ban in? And by the way, when New York State sm- banned smoking, somebody got stabbed to death over it. Think on that. Yeah. Think um, on that. Yeah. Did you have that moment where you sat in a bar that wasn't smoky and felt as though you were the stupidest person on planet Earth for not having realized <laughs> that this was, like, not cool? I remember it, vividly the moment I was in Iffy's bar in fucking Albany, New York, watching a yeah. fucking retarded man sing Blinded by the Light. And I'm just like, Jesus, what was ever the fuck wrong with me? <laughs> like, this yeah. is so insane. Yeah. I don't that know. great. I don't know what to do. In, I remember going home smelling like smoke so bad. Uh, but that's just a thing. It's just like it's how it happened. You, you throw the smoky clothes on the ground, and you don't clean them for days, and they get, like, well, they get that deep funk to them. People reminisce about... Old times. But old times were really bad. And so just embrace the new times. That's all I'm saying. Because if this was the old times, people would think you're a fucking poser. People were a lot edgier back then. People had a lot of, like, a harder edge. People... Which wasn't necessarily great. Like, I'm not saying that, like, no. oh, yeah, it's fucking great. But I saw a video of John Joseph elbowing somebody last weekend. Like That's he elbowed not... somebody last weekend? Well, there was this whole show for Dr. No from the Bad Brains who's, like, dying or whatever. But then he's, he's like, singing his songs with the Chrome Mags, and then he elbowed somebody who was trying to sing along. 
and people framed it as, oh, well, you know, he used to live on the streets, so, like, that's just his natural instincts kicking in. Yes, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's exactly, because... He's live. He lives in the streets now, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it takes, like, it takes forty-five days to develop a new habit, not forty-five years. Yeah, so like he just wanted to be cool and elbow like a twenty-year-old dude singing along to a song that was written before his dad ever met his mom. Um, cool, whatever. But if someone else did it, it would be like the worst thing ever at a at a fest. Back at a hardcore fest, if like somebody elbowed somebody or punched somebody, yeah, and just fucking started throwing fists, it would be like, oh my god, that's so fucked up, and oh my god, and why, and everything else. But because it's this this one dude, totally understandable. He's oh, vegan. Jesus, he's tough. I want to get back to the days where people like uh, would hit each other in the head with claw hammers. You know, I remember we're uh, we're. Because this whole time, we've been talking... All right, we were talking about airplane shit, and we were talking about the fucking airplane fire, and it made me think, have you ever heard of Federal Express Flight 705? I want to say yes, because I, st- I, I like the about shit. It. So, yeah. all right, so this is a dude who worked for Federal Express. And, oh, my God, yes, I know all about this. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, dude works for Federal Express, and I he was going to lose his job, or maybe he had lost his job, or he was in the process, and decided he couldn't get another job. He, I don't know who the fuck thinks like this. Uh, so he was going to hijack a plane and crash it uh, and make it seem like an accident so his family would get his life insurance before he got fired. So he smuggled two claw hammers onto this plane that he was supposed to be on for work. And they take off, and as they're at altitude, this dude busts into the fucking cockpit with claw hammers and hits the pilot in the head with the ass end of the claw, claw hammer. So, of oh course, God. pilot loses motor function, and, like, his right arm starts, like, moving wildly. So the plane starts to go into, like, these insane motions. Uh, meanwhile, all right, so cock, or, uh, co-pilot is trying to fight this guy off. He's just being beaten bloody with a hammer. And meanwhile, the somehow the pilot maintains understanding as to what's happening and starts to put this. I, I think it. Was, I don't know if it was a seven forty seven or is um. Damn it! I forget what uh, what size. No, sorry, it was a DC ten. Uh, starts sure putting was. them into effectively like military evasive maneuvers, things that the plane was not at all rated for. So <laughs> they're both in seatbelts, so they're fine, but this dude it has no seatbelt is just being thrown around the cockpit like he's a fucking pinball. Uh this guy with half a brain and one arm manages to land this plane. Somehow mixed <laughs> gets the plane yeah. on the ground and they said police opened up the door to the uh, to the cockpit. They said it was like a Saw movie or like whatever they the reference would have been in 1994. Like it was, whatever. It was yeah. like an actual horror movie. It was just covered <laughs> in blood. Not a single person died. All Jesus three of these Christ. motherfuckers are still walking around. I'm reading the transcript, actually, from Tailstrike.com. Oh, shit. I want to read this. And uh, a line is, uh, Ow, Jim, he's biting me. <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> He's after the hammer, Jim. Where is uh, he going? In my mind, this is all spoken in, like, droll pilot speak. 
Yeah, uh, Jim. He's well, going so, uh, Where is he going right now? <laughs> uh, Jim, and just let everybody know, uh, Jim's biting me right now. Um, uh, just let me know. Welcome to uh, welcome to Cincinnati. Um, before you land, I just want to let you know that Jim's biting me right now, and um, it's also 75 <laughs> degrees and sunny. So uh, we're gonna have a good flight tonight. And thank you for flying American Ex- Federal Express Airlines. <laughs> Man, I don't think wow. I have been on a plane this year, which is weird. It's like I can't remember the last time I haven't been on a plane like many times by now in a year, just going back and forth to bullshit Chicago. <laughs> Would you like to know the greatest line from this whole transcript? Because uh, I've been kill the son of a bitch. Kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. Sounds of groans from JT in rear. (laughs) Jim, Jim, Jim. Sounds of struggle. Jim, help me. Sounds of struggle. Groans from JT. Who's the captain? At this point, Captain Sanders is too high for runway nine, can hear that the fight behind him is far from over, (laughs) and considers putting the airplane on autopilot at 7,000 feet while he goes back to put an end to the struggle. Instead, he decides to get the airplane on the ground and switches to runway 36L and decides that because there's nobody um, there, there's no one really uh, in the cockpit at the moment, he's going to uh, rub out a quick one. Wow. Yeah. He's a hero. American hero. He's like Sully. You know, we're talking about action, right? We are talking about action. I'm talking about fighting. Um, I think it's time for another uh, Charles Bronson trailer. Oh, perfect. Let's do this. All right. We missed last week. Oh, shit. It's not starting. Son of a fucking bitch. My girl. A sensational crime. (laughs) (laughs) An airtight alibi. We can't lay a finger on this guy. And a chain. Wilford Brimley. Whoa. Charles Bronson is a cop looking for a killer. Get the fuck out. Oh, really? Wow, stretch for him. You can't punish me. When the guilty go free. Holy shit. He just kissed his daughter on the lips. Whoa. Girls won't have anything to do with you, but you get back at them, don't you? I won't listen to your filth. Holy shit, he just punched a guy. It's inadmissible, Leo. We got no evidence and we can't hold this kid. He's our man, Captain. I'm gonna get him. Found some blood. He's flying. There was no blood on my clothes, and he knows it. Every time you hear that gunshot, it's the same picture. It's the same shot of Charles Bronson shooting. Damn. I like love it. Like, what is this? Uh, this is 10 to midnight. 10 to fucking midnight. Wow. And buckle up because there's two more minutes of this trailer left. Jesus. How do you play, Warren? Guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. There he is again. Holy shit. Why didn't you ask me? Is that true, Lieutenant? You planted the evidence. You know why. We could nail it sooner or later. After counting how many more dead. Ryan! He had to be stopped. After all the evidence is in, he'll reach his own verdict and execute the sentence by the deadline. When there is no justice, this man is the law. Jesus Ten Christ. to midnight. Charles Bronson. Lisa Eilbacher and Andrew Stevens in a Golan Globus production of a J. Lee Thompson oh, film. Globus. 
Horses that go on Globus. Golan Globus, the people who brought you Invasion USA and other great movies. Yeah, why is there no one doing this? You know, what? like, why is there no Golan Globus now? Like worship? You know, like, yeah. why is somebody not, like... What about, and- what about Andrew and Hans? We could write a great action movie. We could. You know, like, I don't fucking... I think all that Tromaville shit was stupid, but why is nobody doing Tromaville? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's cheaper to make a movie now than it was when people were doing this. Why yeah, is there no... not a studio that's just doing shit exploitation movies? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Or is there? And I'm just too like out of it. To no, know? there probably no, there probably isn't. It's probably corny as shit. Because um, everybody has to put everybody. See, that's the problem with the future. Is everybody has to put a twist on it. Yeah, I it can't I just, just be... want to start a studio that just makes some derivative of the movie Cobra every single year for the next twenty I... years. <laughs> we could just cast people, and we'd be like, we don't need you to be funny or ironic. Or anything. We need you to actually be like Miami Connection. Can you do that? Like, not funny on purpose. Like, I need you to be really like Cobra. And we're not going to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> at all. We'll pay you on the back end. That's the way, that's, that's the way you get out of it. Because then you're like, oh, we didn't make any money. You know? And you're a 1099. We made you sign that 1099. So uh, you're going to actually owe taxes. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Ooh, they yeah, really they fucked you here, didn't they? Oh boy! Yeah, oh boy, you signed a bad deal. That's this is your first welcome to Hollywood, dude. This is your first lesson in what not to do. But we could cast great people, unknown, awesome, and it would be so. This might be our million dollar idea. We could open a small studio and be like, okay, we're gonna make awesome action films for cheap, and we're gonna shop them. We're gonna we're gonna find like uh, a dashing dude like the, the next the modern day Jan Michael Vincent. Right? Mm-hmm. Who was who was American Ninja? What was that guy's name? He was awful. Jeff Speakman. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I thought about Jeff Speakman right when I woke up the other day, which was really weird. Like, <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, what? Because I was thinking, I was watching like karate movies and shit, and I watched Cynthia Rothrock, who's like really hot back then, but now she looks awful. And, uh, I mean, she looks fine. I don't want to be mean. She, if Cindy, if you're listening, forget us. Because she knows karate. She'll really yeah, kick my time's ass. time's a motherfucker. <laughs> Time is a motherfucker. I fucking took a selfie today thinking I'd be all cute for young bucks. And I looked, the stress on my face, I look legitimately <laughs> 50 years old. I was like, I wouldn't, I'm like, I, if I sent this to her, her pussy would dry up forever. You look like the Crypt Keeper, but it's the Crypt Keeper from the old 1970s <sighs> movie. Where it's like the guy in the robe. <laughs> like, but, Enter the crypts! Like, oh, Enter the crypt fuck. and never come out. Yeah, exactly. I look exactly like That's that. That's a great movie. Like, I gotta go yeah, fucking download that shit. That, the old Tales from the Crypt from the 70s or maybe even 60s. Great fucking movie. That was the, the first one with the crazy Santa Claus. So good. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big um, uh, creep show guy. Ted Danson. Creep show? Getting, Excellent. Uh, Real good. Getting drowned alive by uh, a, 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 a playing it straight Leslie Nielsen. That is really kind of the highlight. I do like, yeah. uh, I referenced the one from part two with the raft and the, the big fucking spongy amoeba <laughs> thing a lot. And uh, nobody understands what I'm talking about ever. I'm doubling down on being weird because nobody fucking, nobody gets me. See, that's the thing. You got to find, you know, it's like I, uh, I make young bucks watch all of this weird shit 
Right. And she, I can tell she wants to connect with it so bad. But she wasn't born yet. Yeah, no, it's not happening. She was born in the 90s, you know, so like, um, I was just like, well, let's watch it anyway. And we watched it. We watched, we were, our thing is like Sundays, we like eat hummus and watch USA Up All Night videos, which is like dream. Damn. You know, mar- like fucking marry me, you know, like awesome. And we watched this like Canadian really bad movie and she was really getting into it. Which was awesome. So, you know, I guess that's the gauge. Like, f- your favorite movies that you would never show anybody. When you're thinking about bunking down with a woman or a man, um, show them those movies. And if they, like, act bored or they're on their phone, hit the ejector seat like I- you're a night Rider. I recall very vividly. There's uh, there's a place near us that uh, they do midnight movies of like old shit, and I brought Gab to go see the thing. She had never seen it before. Now, okay, granted, the thing is the best movie ever made. We all know this; it's obvious. And in tying it all together, Wilfred Brimley and his finest performance. Um, but fully expecting to go to a, a horror movie from like 1985 or some shit at midnight on like a weekday like it, it, full potential to hate this but she really enjoyed it i was like fuck that's fucking awesome that's the <laughs> sickest it's so that's sick. the sickest then we watched the running man on sunday well done uh young box and i not gavin i oh wow oh shit jesus <laughs> yeah surprise 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 gab and i been hanging out <laughs> fuck fuck no uh young box and i watched the running man and she liked it I mean, who wouldn't like it? That's the thing. It's a like, great movie. You're a, Killian. You're a monster Killian. if you don't like it. A total phone-in from Arnold. He was so many, like, you know how he always has, like, his I'll be back moment? Every time he kills somebody, he's like, Sub-Zero, now total zero. Yep. It's like, you don't have to do that, Always the thing. I'm sure it's probably in his contract. Fireball, I just put your fire out. All like, right. Whatever. So... What's the what's the homework movie then? What's the relationship test movie for people who are too young for these things now? It's got to be uh it got to be Club Bed, I think. I don't know what that is. You never watch Club Bed? No. Go out and watch Club Bed. I'm gonna Here. Let me see if I can find the Club Bed trailer because it's a takeoff of Club Med, obviously. I caught club, that. But it's Club Bed. Which you know leads you to believe that maybe there's some hanky panky going on. Basically, uh, a bunch of hard bodies bucking for favor, <laughs> which is you know similar to our lives. Um, <laughs> let's see if I can find if Club Bed trailer, if Club Bed trailer is on YouTube, the future officially rules, and I'll never say another bad thing about it. You know. I just went to go and see if I could find it, and of course, it just assumes I'm misspelling the word "clubbed." Um, oh yeah, it's fucking. You got to put it into quotations. It it's the only way you're gonna get me, it. It keeps telling me it's clubbed. Um, like, my not. my spot that I go to illegally download movies and television shows Don't is tell apparently me what it down, is, dude. Which was uh, which was called what? I. I, I I guess I could say it now. It doesn't make a difference. It was uh, it was called like OZNZB. Um, mm. Is gone now, and I don't know what to do. So I need to. I have two asks of the younger ones in the audience, the younger ones listening. I ask number one, 
that you take the woman or man in your life and you sit there and you make them watch Total Recall, the original Total Recall, um, and see if uh, if your relationship can survive that. Because if they don't like it, then they're not the one for you. And then secondly, I need the ones that have no woman or man in their life uh, and download movies all day to tell me where where the good spot for downloading the shit is now because my, my shit's gone. And I was paying for it. It sucks. Paying for it? Wow. I was paying for it. You know what? I discovered the joy of paying for shit. Even if you're downloading illegally, just like, the joy of like not typing in a fucking code and... Is this the right one, or is this going to give me some shit where my webcam turns on in the middle of the night? Or, like, you know, just, um, <laughs> pay for shit. It's all right. I buy movies from iTunes now. Who gives a fuck? I can afford it. If, I'm, I'm a grown-up, right? I can buy shit. Yeah, but if your webcam turned on in the middle of the night, give a shit. What would, I, what would you see? In the middle of the night? Uh, you'd see me sleeping, I would imagine. Well, I mean, Okay. I'm sorry to disappoint. I know you were looking for something greater there. No, sleep is good. It's good to um, good to get sleep. I mean, so there's a movie on the USA Up All Night YouTube channel called Paramedics. All right. I think that might be the one. <laughs> that might be the one to watch with your special or... Oh, soon... that? Okay, I thought you meant that, that would be club bed. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Soon to figure out... Um, oh, just listen to the intro. It's a Vestron video. So oh, I love Vestron video. You can hear the hiss. Should I get a Vestron video logo tattoo? You should, because you have that commitment to bad movies. Yeah. I think it's time. Um, if uh, if the people out there want to know, it's, this, is an, this is an association with Crow Productions, and it's a Ruddy Morgan production. Are you actually watching the movie right now? Yeah. Awesome soundtrack. Yeah, Vestron Video, that is the logo I was thinking of. Really good. These guys are fucking picking up women in the ambulance. Damn. This song is awful. I'm into this. This is nice. It sounds like it sounds like it sounds a, like Jason sounds, the Scorchers. Yeah, it sounds kind of like Dwight Twilly. <laughs> <laughs> like a down on his luck Dwight Twilly doing the soundtrack for Paramedics. Um, I'm not going to play the entire movie of Paramedics because it already looks very crummy. Um, You're right though. That might be the move, or it could be Summer yeah. Job with Herman. Or, I mean, you know, that's the standby Summer Job. I mean, if you're going to show a woman. A woman, a movie, not a girl, because she doesn't. I mean, chances are she's not going to stick around long enough for you to watch a whole movie. Yeah, no, that's it. She's got shit to do. She's got fucking. She's got her projects to do. If she's a young woman, she's got her shit, and you're not going to stand in the way of that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but you know, she wants to be like the next lord, so she's making music. You know that you know the singer Lord. Oh, I'm I'm familiar with Lord. We could be royals. My favorite thing with Lord it has nothing to do with Lord, but all right. So that album, uh, I 
I don't even know if it's good or bad. I, it's just, it just it doesn't speak to me in the same way where I can't tell if like a, a book in Chinese is written well. I just don't. It, it's an entirely different language. Uh, to me, it sounds very bad. But the actual sound of it, it has like these really deep fundamental notes. So people like to test speakers with it. It's like it's got a huge range on it. Wow. So my old company came out with a pair of like sixty-five thousand dollar speakers they are insane they look like fucking sci-fi monsters they are totally ridiculous um and we finally around the time i left my old company we got a pair into the uh into the showroom and they require each one requires its own circuit it's so powerful (laughs) and it like each one has it an app that can run it it's like it's it is an unbelievably like intense speakers really fucking yeah. insane and so we went there we have a lossless file you know we keep all our lossless files in one plug so we finished up sure. the day we took the covers off you know no one could see them before so we had them covered up but finally we closed it you know we closed the store put the shades down took the covers off and there they were and we put the usb stick in we found all these lossless files, and one of them was a Lord one. Turned everything oh up and pressed play, and the fucking album made the speakers bottom out. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Every time I hear that fucking song, I just hear a $65,000 speaker going, fart, fart, fart. <laughs> and like, oh, well, okay, put back, box them up. That's it. Forget it. So, sounds like a bass fucking... Uh, 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 86 Honda with a bass box. In yeah, that. exactly. Just imagine somebody dropping a plate at the lowest note, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, um, so that's, that's, that's when I knew it was time to go. Those, 65K to develop those speakers, and they get chumped. They get yep. chumped in the DB wars. The very first fucking thing we put on totally fucking assed that out. It was the worst sound I've ever heard in my life. It was great. It's wild. Yeah, really good. How did you feel about that after it happened? So like, good, because I think I was already leaving by that point, so I had, like, a good <laughs> chuckle. You know, um, that's how I feel now. Like, now when misfortune occurs at my job, I'm just like, uh, great. But I'm also to the point, I'm a, uh, I'm like a, a, with my boss. My boss just says anything, and I'm like, that sounds great. Whatever you, whatever you want. Yeah, just knock yourself but out. But she's catching on. She's like, you're just saying that. And I said, I'm, you know, I just really want to, I want to help out. I just say like really like dr- dull statements like that. <laughs> and that's when I knew that I should go. No reason to say it's a good reason to go. Blow through, you know, some savings. It's fine. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, elevate. Uh, you know what I think I'm really going to do is try to like make our podcast blow up. I mean, that like, would be a good use of your time, to be perfectly honest. Just go and become, like, the marketing director for this bullshit podcast that we do. Yeah. I would do it. We'd get on, uh, you know, like, get, get like, a, a roster of uh, call, like, Skype-in guests. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Just call people like, like you're, like, the way liquor salesmen walk into bars at 2 in the afternoon. Like, hey! <laughs> hey, bro, I just want to let you know we got a brand new IPA out. I'd love to see it on one of your taps. Ugh. Okay. Cool. Uh, you realize the I mean, sun is still out, right? Why are you in here? Well, you know, you ever just sit down and want to have like a nice cold brew? 
No. Tell you what, once you pour me one, we'll have a discussion. We'll break bread. Oh, no, no. When someone, a salesman <laughs> oh, says, we'll break we'll bread. We'll break bread. I want to fucking blow my head off. We'll break bread. No, I get, we won't. I get crazy calls from people who are trying to, like, headhunt now. Because, like, people, like, the vultures are circling around my company where I work. My place where I work. So every day it's like these sketchy, weird, like, hello, sir, I was informed that you may have several vacancies, uh, several people working in your department who may be looking for new employment. Oh, and I was God. Like, wow. We're definitely on. The, the, the thing was, there's, such a, there's something called the Warren List that comes out, but it's confidential, when uh, you have to put it out 60 days before layoffs occur. Oh, but, really? Interesting. But the Warren List is available to certain companies headhunting companies so they can go and be like, all right, well, these motherfuckers are on the Warren list. I'm going to call and offer them a job. Suddenly, starting like Monday, I'm getting like three calls a day from different headhunting companies. Wow, We're looking for a giving director for the Salvation Army for the entire state of New York. Okay. Uh, <laughs> definitely not qualified. Sorry. Um, it's wild. And I, I, I knew I was like, we're on a fucking Warren list. So there's a lot going into this two weeks thing. Do you think this is the full fucking curtain call for the college right here? Is this no. where it begins? No, no, this is the cheesy like this round of layoffs will work. I know it. Uh, this I is gotcha. after the two rounds of layoffs didn't work. This this one's gonna work. I know it. Oh God. Anyway, would you like to do some questions, Andrew? I uh, you beat me to it. I was just opening my mouth to ask. Yeah. Well, there are some. Uh, uh, I'm gonna ignore the haters. A couple of haters, in. yeah, a couple of very mean people writing in, which I thought children. was good. Children, children. Um, uh, yeah, it's fucking really stupid. Um, like, really, you know, come on. Like, you're not even like, oh, yo, who, oh, I'm going to hit you back. You know, it's like, it's not a discourse. It's not like a, it's not like a point-counterpoint. It's just like um, the adult equivalent of, like, walking by somebody in the hall and saying, fag. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, really dumb. So keep keep it up. Because it's actually incredibly entertaining, <laughs> so keep it going. Because I, I, you know, I, every time I see a message, like, <laughs> all right, let's call it what it is: some guy walking past someone else hall, on the hall and yelling "fag." It's kind of funny. Like enough time has gone by where it's like, oh, that's such a cute throwback. It's wild. It's kind of a good fag. It's like, oh, hey, buddy, you live alone. A lot of empty pizza boxes. I if <laughs> I boil everything, cool. Yeah, I got you, man. You know, you got it. You have to like, you have to, you have to put that that hate out somewhere. I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. Not, you know, you're not expending it sexually. You're not expending it uh, professionally. You've just got to put the hate out somewhere. I get it. I totally get it. Um, in episode one sixty nine, will you guys finally have a in an in room full swap? Wow. I don't know, you met Young Box. Would you like to sleep with her? I feel like these are some hard sales here. Yeah? Like that's, uh, I, mean, I feel like I'm that's assuming. a no. No? You wouldn't want to sleep with Young Box? No, nah, we're not, we're not sleeping with Young Box. I'm, gonna, I'm, and I'm not going to tell you, and I'm going to have <laughs> you like always wonder. And then spend, like, tonight you'll go over and be like, oh, is that it? That thing that I didn't notice that she does before that weird, that like totally innocuous habit she has, is that it? Is that the problem? Oh, my God. Oh, what? fuck. No. Oh, fuck. Come on, man. She's a fine, fine, upstanding young woman. Very beautiful. And uh, she's ride or die. It's great. <laughs> so I guess that means no. But for episode, that brings up a good point. For episode 169, which is funny, 
what should we do? Should we have someone call in during their experience? That's pretty good. Yeah. I um I hesitated to release this to the world, but I did I recorded uh Young Box and I last night. And uh I'm ready to let it go into the world. Oh fuck, what am I about to walk into here? Yeah, that's what we're that's what our that's what we're about. I feel like that should be our new theme song. We're just gonna play that <laughs> the start and end of every episode. <laughs> yeah, Young Box and I did that last night. We weren't actually sleeping together. Get the we fuck were, out. We were laying uh we were laying down being weird and I recorded it. Because that's what we do. <laughs> I just looked I just turned to her and I say, Let me lick your clit, baby. Like we'll, we'll be driving wordlessly for like five minutes and I'll just turn to her and be like let me lick your asshole. And she'll be like, oh. <laughs> cool, guys. Totally. Cool. Cool, guy. You know, it's uh, you know, it's a budding romance, and that's what you do. You know, you go to Whole Foods together, and you uh, sexually harass each other. Wow. Pretty awesome. It's <laughs> a wild scene. In retrospect, that sounded like a wild scene. That did sound. That was pretty, uh, it, was, it was very lifelike. Yeah. Um... Why is caffeine considered cool within straight edge, but not stuff like Adderall? Because no straight edge doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, straight stop. A, it, it's it's not a, a thing. Corny youth movement. It's like if you were still, like, would you still be in Boy Scouts if you were, like, 35? That's a Probably great not. way to look at it. Yeah, it doesn't, like, and it's not like you <laughs> like boy- can do, you don't still don't have to drink. After you realize yeah. it's a corny youth movement. Like, you still don't have to do any of those things. It's perfectly fine. Hella functioning adults don't do any of that shit, you know? But, it's fucking but to weird. wear the shirt that says, yeah. by the way, it's okay not to drink. Like, to wear that shirt at over 30 is wild ass. I don't know what to do with that. Or to, like, have X's in front of you and behind your name. Wild. That's somebody who, like, I can understand. There's certain tenets and, and, and occurrences in your youth that you don't want to let go of. You know, I'm. Definitely I, I, I'm. I've wanted to let everything go. I if I could go to Total Recall, but have my twenties erased and just go from like age seventeen to age fucking thirty three, I'd be joyous. It'd be fucking so wonderful. Right. But I mean, that straight edge shouldn't really be one of them. You know. That's not like a that's not like a thing you should do forever. 
No, definitely not. At one point, you should be able to have, get like a scotch and water. Well, it's also with an attractive woman. I think there's nothing. I, all right, so let's say you're 36 and straight edge, because that's <laughs> what you call it. You know, like that's just what it's sure. called. Like so, like. If you go to church, you call it going to church. You don't have to make up another name for it because that's the word that describes what you're doing. If you're 36 and you're straight edge, fuck, all right, fine, whatever. Who, who, like, who cares? If you're 36 and you're worrying about why Adderall is not straight edge but something else is, you're a fucked up person. Yeah. Like you've, <laughs> no, you're, like, sorry. you're a case, you're a, a brutal case of arrested development. Yeah. That should, it's, a, um... it's a bad, bad scene. Don't, just don't be that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like one of the things with like you have this <clears throat> tight knit group of, I guess, pseudo friends. But you're friends because you agree, like, pretty much. And you're into like new metal and radio rap. But you're also straight edge. And you kind of like tumble through life with no strong opinions um, because everything scares the shit out of you. But you've got your tight-knit group of bros who have claimed an allegiance to a the 24th letter of the alphabet. Um, I got nothing to add you. to it. I got yeah, I got. Good for, <laughs> good for you. Sounds great. Oh <laughs> the shit! Bumpus, is, is the bird the dead? Is dog. Uh, I think the bog, dog is. I think the bird is dead. All right, so yeah, it's that I just I don't know when that stopped, but I suddenly <laughs> realized it's no longer there. Uh, would you like a heavy one? I'm looking at the heavy one right now. It's pretty heavy. Mid twenties male. Yeah. All right, I'll read it. Just go. Let's just do it. What the fuck. I am a mid twenties male, and I'm coming to terms with accepting. Oh my god, sexual abuse I experienced as a child. It's <laughs> <laughs> really undercutting the uh, the yeah. gravity of this question. Yeah, Dompus's dogs, can you, you know, we're reading a heavy question here. Could you clam up, please? Thank you. As is East, as is East to imagine, easy to imagine. I am also always unsettled by the thought of being physically slash sexually close to somebody, even if I legitimately like them. It's by no means ruining my life, driving me to self-harm or anything like that. But it does make me feel like I have been and am continuing to miss out on things because of psychological walls I've put up. Any advice on getting better? Thanks. You know, we've been doing this podcast for a while. Agreed. I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of hopelessness slash helplessness that occurs uh, all around us. There is like a, uh, I'm not by any means a man's man. I'm not a tough guy. I don't pull my dick out for Harambe or whatever. But this is this is that shit that you should put in that lockbox upstairs and never let out. I don't know. I, I, I was actually going to respond by playing Break Down the Walls. You know um, what? A great idea. But oh my, I couldn't you know find it. I well, will you know say, what? all right, while well, you're looking for it, I yeah. like I see I don't think this is I think maybe a couple of years ago I would have treated this like something yeah you just like put away it's just not like a, a thing that gets brought up but I uh I think that this is an awesome situation to do some fucking like to put in some work 
Like I'm I'm a big fan of when you find yourself in situations that are awkward or unpleasant or like cause you to get like breathy that you stop and you pause and you go, Oh, this is one of those times for me to put in some fucking work. So you get in there and you fuck, even though you feel weird about it. And because you feel weird about it, you get in there and you fuck. Mm. That's just sort of the thing. It seems excessively broish that I'm saying you get in there and you fuck, but only because of the subject matter. If we were talking about being afraid of a dog, you'd be like, you get in there and you play with a dog. In this case, we're yeah. talking about you fucking. So you get in there and you fuck because you are afraid to and because you feel nervous about it and because you feel like it's not your place to be doing it. That, if you frame it in the proper way, is the impetus for getting in there and, and fucking. So, yeah, you see, you, no, no one else in this world going to break down your walls for you. It's not going to happen. You know, it's like even if you pay somebody to fucking talk you through it, you're still doing it. You know, like when you pay a fucking psychologist to like help you through some shit, they're not doing anything. They're not, they're not anything. They're not doing any heavy lifting. They're asking you fucking Socratic questions and you're answering this shit yourself. So skip the part where you pay a grad student to do that and just do it and feel bad and feel weird and fail and like, I don't know, probably get upset and like cry when no one's around and then just get back up and do it again. It's, I feel like, I feel why that's your thing. It's, it's, it shouldn't be that hard. It's just, it is. So you keep doing it. And having said that, are you fucking ready? I was born ready. Holy shit, this is way worse than I remember it. Straight some Jim Jones shit. Really if stupid. <laughs> if you're convinced that's good music, you have to have your. You have to go to a fucking mental hospital. If you're I'm convinced sorry. it's good music, you were assaulted by a claw hammer in a plane cockpit. There's no other way around it. It's just good fucking, lord. Yeah. yeah, you were on FedEx Flight 350. <laughs> if you think that's good, those are good tunes, man. Like Project X is worse. <sighs> yeah, and bold. Like everybody agree, universally agrees, bold is very bad. Bold is. I, it's it's like chain of strength. It's just an inside joke. It's not it's like a real same, thing. Yeah, it's just you know, it's, it became the cult of hardcore celebrity. Everybody tried to become a professional hardcore person at that time in the eighties. They saw other people, other hardcore patriarchs, making lots of money. Lots of like, money. Well, why can't I do that? Why can't I like avoid adulthood, maybe forever? Like I can be Arthur Civarelli at age fifty going to a garage sale we're going to tie this back into that last question you have two options you can get in there and fuck or you can be arthur civarelli going to a garage sale at 50 like those are yeah. sort of your options you either you grow or you stagnate these yeah. fucking chimpanzees have chosen to stagnate you yeah. have the option to grow if you simply decide when you're going to put in work so put Remember in work sad porcel digging through records by himself in a record store in Albany. Picture it. At age at age 50. 
That could be you. That could be. You could be Brian Baker, touring with Bad Religion. Cool, but not, not that cool. Not even a little cool. Not even a little cool. No. Nope. I mean, sure, he makes dough. Probably not that much dough. Probably not after, that much, you know, no. Because they, I follow him on Instagram because I like, I liked him to a certain point. Like the way he played guitar and the way he was like, had a, uh, a really couldn't care less attitude when he played Dag Nasty Live where he would just wear like, like a tank top and, and like sweatpants. And like, would just really like just to play, like took any opportunity to play hot solos over everything, mm-hmm. which I loved. But, I mean, he posts photos of, like, oh, on the Bad Religion bus. Like, that's a lot of money. Like, that's a lot of money coming out of the tour. I would be in, like, the Bad Religion uh, Geo Metro. Yeah. If I were were them. (laughs) I would be staying at the Bad Religion Motel 6 if I were them and stacking that money. But they want to live a certain, you know, they've, they, there's a, a, a notion of paying your dues that everybody seems to uh, feel after a while. They're like, I, wouldn't, I couldn't start from zero. I assure you, you can. You can start from sub-zero. Yeah, I, I just... give you, every, everyone listening, I give you full assurance that tomorrow you potentially could start from zero. I played a street festival to zero people. That was so good. It was pure joy. <laughs> pure joy. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. Um, yeah, zero people. Couldn't care less. And that's fine. See, and that, I, I, that's uh, because I didn't insulate myself with the false uh, blanket of security that comes with making your Hail Mary pass. Uh, it's okay that nobody likes my music. Totally fine. Because I love it. And the new stuff's even worse. Excellent. Looking forward. <laughs> You're gonna learn the songs. You can't wait. Um, I'm not totally moved by uh, any of these questions here. You have any you yeah. want to go through, or do you want to pull a plug and uh, and and hope for better questions next week? Um, I hope for better questions next week. The reality, probably not. Probably not. Um, uh, I'm gonna uh, try to find one more. Oh my god. Oh shit. These are some pretty bad, bad questions. Um, you know what? Fuck it. We love you all, but you are uh, lacking in the questions <laughs> department. Yeah, the, the questions have been substandard. It's okay. It's fine. Um, anything to plug, Andrew? Um, I felt like there was a thing, but I don't know what it is, so no. No, I got nothing. Never mind. Forget it. I have nothing Probably. to plug other than my uh, date with Freedom tomorrow like a young john mccain finally being released from the hanoi hilton i will be putting my notice in at work and it is scary it is wonderful and it is true please record this if you if you think of it uh, while the adrenaline is pumping if i can just set I, that voice recorder on and just it's funny because right i in. Int- fully intended on recording all of my interactions with my boss uh so i can uh if anything gets really weird, I can just play it for HR. Ah, perfect. Because it's legal to record people without their knowledge in New York State. Well, that's good to know. I have hours of meetings, performance reviews, everything right on my phone. God, I got to start doing that. That's a really good idea. That's great. There's Jesus. been some, some times where there's been some sketchy stuff happening. And uh, I have it all on tape. Fuck it. I'm doing that tomorrow. I'm going to start. 
<laughs> I'll do it if what you do What the fuck it. episode is this? This is episode 113. I don't think that's right. Seriously, what the fuck? Is this 122? Is that Wait right? Wait a minute. Hold on a minute here. I'm really bad. I'm like... I, I just fucking much, I just edited the other one literally yesterday, sitting out in a van outside my work. You'd think I would uh, would know. This is episode one twenty two, Andrew. One twenty two. All right. Holy shit. There we We're go. We're feeling it. God, one sixty nine coming up quick. One sixty nine. We start doing do your something. tongue exercises now. Yeah, we gotta do something. We gotta do a bust out. Yeah. We have to do live on air. A y- like. Like, you know, like, give oral on air or wow. something. Damn. So we, I participate in a 169. Hey, just, a, just the one. Just one. Jesus. Uh, if you had a choice between 169 and eating an entire pound of pasta, what would you do? Damn. I'm asking you. I've... <laughs> It's it's tough because um I'm in the when you go no carbs during the week you reach a real mm. low point and right now damn a pound of pasta sounds pretty fucking good to me right 69 now. Sixty nine sounds good too though, dude. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of uh doing that. You know, <laughs> boiling pasta. Yeah, no, me too. I'm a big fan of boiling pasta. Um. Well, cool. Thank you for listening, everybody. Cool. All right, we'll be back with one, two, three. Fuck one, two, three. Sick. Oh, what are we? Cool. Are we gonna do something? One, two, three. One, two, three. Should we three, do something special? Seven, That's your company. Uh, anyway, uh, should we do something special for episode one, two, three? We do something special. Maybe we should do a live in the same room episode, as though that was not already going to happen with me being <laughs> in town next week. Maybe we should Sounds... do. Yeah. We should cool. do a, a live in the same room episode, and it would be awesome with secret special guests. Ooh, shit. Stay tuned. All right, fuck off. Good night. Kid music, go away. Give it a good, let her work. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.